Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today, we're going to be talking about public vulnerability. Now, when I'm talking about public vulnerability, I'm usually talking about situations in which people are forced to be vulnerable publicly because they can't hide the vulnerable thing that's happening to them. A perfect example of this is pregnancy. Now, I just heard a story this week on another podcast that I really love called Better Than Happy with Jody Moore. I really suggest it. Check it out. She told a story in her recent podcast episode about when she was pregnant several years ago. Uh, she was in the supermarket and I guess she was blocking the aisle or something as she was pushing her cart and a guy was trying to get past her and apparently wasn't very nice about it. And when he got past her, he noticed that she was pregnant. And so he turns around and he says, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you were in a delicate condition. And she said that she remembered this specifically because of the wording that he used, that she's in a delicate condition. One of the big takeaways from the story that they shared on the podcast was that we are all in delicate conditions kind of all the time. Uh, but it's only because it was obvious that she was in a delicate condition, you can't hide that pregnant belly, that the guy stopped and apologized for it. And she gave the invitation to all of us to remember that everyone is in a delicate condition at some point in time. Whether it's public or not, we are all in delicate conditions. It could be that we're having trouble with our relationships or with work or with our families or with school or you know whatever it is, we've all got secret delicate conditions that are going on. It's kind of like that quote that a lot of us have heard that says, be kind for everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Just the idea that we need to be better at recognizing that everyone is going through stuff and everyone has stuff that they're dealing with and a lot of it is under the surface and stuff we can't see. So this story and that application got me thinking, what is it about the fact that when our vulnerability is on display, when it's public, we're much more inclined to be kinder to people, to be understanding of people, and we don't feel like they're a burden or we don't feel like it's a bad thing. We just, we just want to help them. I think about the times in my life when people have just reached out to help me, when my vulnerability, when my delicate condition has been made public, when it's been something that I couldn't hide. Usually this happens for people in their lives when it's something like, you know, there's a, a death in the family or a, you know, a really bad sickness or a major surgery coming up, something that people hear about and know about. I also started thinking about how this same thing happens during natural disasters or national disasters. When we think about events like 9-11, some of you watching might be too young to remember 9-11, but I remember it pretty clearly. I was in fourth grade and I remember watching it on TV. I remember going to school that day. I remember the way the feeling changed in our country, right? People were rallying together and this happens with hurricanes and earthquakes and fires and people are trying to rally together because the vulnerability, the suffering is very public and it's, it's out in the open, you can't hide it. And I often hear people saying things like, I wish we could you know, go back to that sense of unity that we had as a country with 9-11. And I think that's a great thing to wish for but obviously we don't wanna to have to wait for a terrible national tragedy. We shouldn't have to wait for a natural disaster or something awful to kill thousands of people for us to realize that we can have that sense of community all the time. The only thing that natural disasters or terrible national tragedies give us is public vulnerability. It gives us public grieving and loss and sadness and difficulty that we can rally together to lift people up and to support people and to try to comfort people and to recognize that we're all suffering together, that we are all dealing with hard things. It's just that when it's public, it's easier to do. So taking that idea of when people are in a really difficult situation or when they're going through a hard thing and it's public, we rally behind them. But when we try to apply it personally, 
it seems like it's so much easier and safer to hide our vulnerability, to cover up the issues, the struggles, the hard things going on, the, the fears. We don't want people to know about them. We want to just cover it up and deal with it ourselves. We tell ourselves that, you know, well, we don't want to make it someone else's problem. We need to be self-sufficient. We need to be strong. We shouldn't project our problems onto others. And while I agree with parts of that, that you shouldn't just go around making your problems other people's problems, like you shouldn't just go dumping all of your baggage onto other people because, well, other people aren't trained for it and well, that's what therapists are for, but we could just be genuinely more open with each other. When someone asks you how your day is going, maybe it's okay to not just automatically say good or great, especially if it's a trusted friend or a trusted loved one. Obviously the checkout person at the store, they ask how your day is going, you don't need to say, oh, well, it's terrible because I've got all this and this and this going on. Maybe that's not the level of vulnerability that we need. But what if the vulnerability could just be a little more public? What if it could just be to our friends, to our coworkers or our family members? When they ask how we're doing, we can genuinely say, honestly, I'm kind of struggling. Even if it's just like, I don't know what it is, but I just woke up today and I'm just feeling really off. Something's just, I don't know, just, it's not clicking today. Or maybe we're a little more vulnerable. Maybe it's, you know what, honestly, things aren't very good right now. I'm having difficulties in my relationship or I, I'm really struggling at work. Or, you know, I've been dealing with a mental health issue recently. I've been going through a lot of anxiety. I've, oh, my, my depression, I'm having a really bad depressive episode recently and it's been a really hard week. Being just more upfront and honest about what we're dealing with, what are our issues? What I've found as I've tried to do this is that most people, most of the time, respond well to vulnerability because vulnerability creates connection. People connect to other people when they realize, hey, wow, I'm going through something hard and you're going through something hard too. We can be in that together. Or I've been through something hard and now I hear you're going through it. Let me try to help you out the way that I wish I had been helped out or the way that I was helped out. As human beings, one of our most fundamental needs is community and connection and belonging. And we can create much, much more of that when we just allow ourselves to bite the bullet of fear and just say, you know what? This, I know this is scary and I know this is hard, but I'm just gonna be a little bit more honest and a little bit more open and a little bit more vulnerable with these people around me that I trust. I've seen that when we do that, not only is it better for ourselves personally, we become much more aware and in tune with our own emotions. And we actually ironically become more self-reliant because we're allowing ourselves that openness and that vulnerability to share that with others. But we also end up creating stronger senses of community and belonging for other people around us. So I just like to invite you to think about that this week. What are the things of vulnerability that you can't hide like a pregnancy or a national disaster? And how can we create that same sense of feeling of community and belonging and togetherness and support by just choosing to be more honest and open with each other about our real lives. Letting go of that perfect shiny Instagram filtered facade and just being real. I know it's hard and I know it's scary and I struggle to do it too because yeah, letting your guard down around people is scary, but I'd be willing to bet quite a bit that it would do us a whole lot of good. That's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thank you so much for watching. As always, send me any messages with any comments, questions, or topics you'd like to request for a future episode. And with that, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.